0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of In the Trenches, a podcast about responsive learning experience design, where we discuss how to design and deliver flexible course content in a variety of modalities, settings, and situations. I'm Eric Ward, and I'm joined by my partner in crime, Mike Vanderpool. In this episode, we take our first step at codifying responsive learning experience design. The first order of business is naming and defining course elements so that we can speak with precision about the overall process. We start with naming and defining content elements of a course. Let's get to the show. And action. Hey Mike, how's it going?
1: Good, good, can't complain. Uh, getting some some information about how uh Ohio is going to open up and campus is going to open up and it uh, looks like the swimming pool is going to be open this summer for a little stress relief, which will be nice. But uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I saw it. it's, it's interesting how things are evolving. I know that we don't have the stay at home order anymore. We have the stay at home suggestion, strong suggestion. And then I read another thing where the CDC is saying that, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's harder to get COVID-19 from touching things as than we originally thought. And, just interesting how we learn you know it's it's obviously it's a deadly virus and it would have been way more deadly if we had all just been hanging out with each other so it's a whole but, another podcast dude yes, it <laughs> is, <right. laughs> yeah so yeah.
1: but well, having said you, that well yeah haven't said that you and I have still chosen to remain in the trenches
0: right um, there you go and, and keep moving forward here right with, uh, talking about education so yeah and so you know we've been we have been concentrating a lot right on the you know the response and that kind of thing but you know, to COVID-19 and, and, and what's going on. But, you know, I, I think to your point, just moving, you know, moving forward, it's time to actually start digging into, you know, what, what do we mean when we talk about responsive learning experience design? And, you know, you and I have been having these discussions, right? Words matter and naming things matter. And I think before we can even get into it, right, we need to, we need to define pieces and parts of a course right or what are we talking about right before we could even 100%. talk about how we build it right so yeah you know, let's spend some time today kind of brainstorming about that and, and coming up with this terminology
1: and i think it's interesting how it relates to just how we learn about things in general or the best ways that we learn about things is you don't need to necessarily know what all the names of all the things are when you start Right, Right. you're just because you're just trying to figure it out, and you don't. You're not even going to know to call it what it is anyway, and it's not going to provide you any value. So, if we introduce terms and definitions too soon, sometimes, unless they're critical words that we have to use, it's just going to add into some of that um, cognitive load. That what we really should be doing up front is playing with things. And I think you and I have played for a long time with a lot of different things in this space. We have, Um, and, and we've seen others and worked with others who come to this place where naming things the language that we're going to use to communicate with them that becomes how we learn about everything after the the playing with stage codifying exactly. some of this type of stuff especially when well we'll get into it how how varied some of these terms can be well right
0: well and, and I think that that's an important piece right that this is a I mean instructional design and course design pedagogy right it's it, it goes, you know, across, you know, goes from K-12 to higher ed to corporate training to technical training to, to whatever. And a lot of these words are used differently in different situations. And so then you can think you're having a conversation with somebody about a term and you're just, you're, you're thinking about two different things or you're talking about two different things. So yeah, to your point, we just, yeah, we, 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 we got to define what we're talking about and at least have some working definitions so that we, we can move forward. So, and I think for all the problems that
1: we would have in the architecture design stage of building some curriculum, that is just going to get magnified a thousand times. If it, that same confusion makes its way down into the, the instructor, student instructor, learner
0: relationship. A hundred percent. Right. Because then, then that communication is messed up. Right. So it makes it hard to build. It makes it hard to deliver. So, um, you know, I, I, I think it's probably useful um, to maybe to to kind of start at the top and kind of work down and then, then kind of flip over and go for the bottom and work back up. But I think, right. you know, for us, I mean, just kind of set the stage, right? You and I, when, when we think about, when we think about a, a course, right, we think about it in a hierarchical manner, right? And so I guess we'll throw out that the first, <laughs> the first term, when we th- think about a course, it's, you know, it is a, an organized set of some kind of training or education that you're going to take. Right. That's the, that's, you know, whether it's a, a, a college class, whether it's a nine weeks class in high school, whether it's a, you know, an afternoon workshop, you know, whatever that is, right. That's the, the probably the, 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 the top of the, the hierarchy, right. Of, of the thing that will, I guess for lack of better sense, if you're a student, the thing that you'll enroll in, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. The thing that you're going to take. Right. So, um, and then I, th- I think, you know, on the, on the, the flip side, right. So we, it kind of, that's the biggest unit that we can talk about and we'll definitely get into how finally we define a hierarchy underneath that. But then, you know, underneath that, you know, thinking about what's the smallest meaningful chunk, right. In a course. And, you know, I think you and I have talked about, you know, probably a lesson. It's not the smallest chunk of stuff that we have but it may be the, the right. smallest chunk that can stand by itself, right? That has, its right. Own, that has its own context. So, you know, that's kind of the way I like to think about the two ends of that continuum. Um, so let's start at the top, right? Um, mm-hmm. When you think about a course, what, what's the, you know, how do you, how do you start thinking about how to subdivide that?
1: Well, I, I want to just take a sidestep for yeah. a second, because as, as you were talking there, I was thinking, um, you know, if, if I think about what a course is, and, and a course as a noun, right, may have one or two or three adjectives, 16-week course, eight-week course, right? Sure, I think absolutely. It, it, I think when we start talking about them, it's going to require those adjectives to give us a little more specificity because of how courses mean from a one-hour thing you might do on a Udemy to yep. a 16-week yeah. classroom experience, right? yep that's so, that's a that's a really good point absolutely so to to repeat what i think I'm hearing from you and put it in my own words a course is an organized grouping of elements who's design with designed with an intent to produce evidence of learning yep okay that's we can we if we agree there i think we're we can move forward
0: <laughs> yeah no i no and i think that's i think that's a good way to to put it right because you can um because it's not entertainment, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like watching a movie or reading a book or going to a concert or a football game. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's designed to go through and show yes. And when we to, talk about outcomes that cuz that implies outcomes are a part of it. So okay. Exactly, right? It's and it's and in it's, a and it's, it's something that you can demonstrate yeah. at the end. So yeah, I I like that a lot. Organized like grouping lot. of
1: elements designed with an intent to produce evidence of learning. Yep. Okay. Cool. 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 And I then, like that. And then what you're saying after that then is the standalone lesson? The, I
0: can't. I, I yeah, made well, a I step was just. Forward. We're going next. No, no, no. I was just going to say then. You know, if that's the biggest chunk, right? That's that's a thing that you're gonna. You know, you're gonna take. Um, then, when we talk about those elements, what I'm saying is that the, the smallest element in a course that can stand on its own that okay, keep going. essentially has its own context is a lesson. Now, a lesson is that is not a monolithic thing. Yep. It's, a, it's a collection of even, you know, sub elements, but, but, you know, for example, it might be some written material and a related video and uh, you know, even a related quiz, but the quiz or the video or the written material doesn't necessarily stand on its own. You right. bundle that up into a lesson, right. and it, then it, it's in, in the context of a course. It's the smallest meaningful chunk. Well, a course and a lesson.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust my definition of a course here based on sure. and I and brought my big thing because I think we're gonna have to write some stuff down here, right? Like, uh, we are definitely, gonna, <laughs> yeah. I got Evernote over and, and drawing so pictures and everything. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, so if we think about, I want to take that that um, definition for courses. Yep, and I want to use that definition for lessons.
0: Actually, I so think that, I think that's a great idea.
1: A lesson is an organized grouping of elements designed with an intent to produce evidence of learning, which would be an assignment assessment. But yes. then a course then, a course is an organized group of lessons. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. And so this is that Russian doll nesting.
0: Yeah, exactly. Stuff that, that gets really messy if we don't do visuals. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, and so then I would take it a step further, right? Because so... Uh, And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of off the top of my head here, right? If, so a lesson, right, is going to have, it's going to have some elements. We need to demonstrate learning, which means that there's some kind of, uh, you know, for now, we'll use the fast and loose term assessment, right, that can demonstrate that. So that's at that level, right? But then you put lessons together in, um, you know, let's say a module, or, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And so a module is a collection of lessons. Yep. And, but it's a collection of lessons. And then there is, a, there is a new kind of assessment that can assess kind of the comprehensive learning of the lessons in the module, right? Yep. Yeah. And then I think you can even go one further and say, well, maybe modules are part of units. And then units are part of courses. Now, of course it's not universal, right? You could have a course that had one lesson in it. Yeah. Um, you could have a course with one module with a couple lessons in it, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, I mean, I think it has to remain flexible, but having those, having those buckets. And, and I, to me, when I think about it is I think the bucket definitions are the places where you at whatever you know, as you go further out, whatever macro level, you're trying to assess the evidence of learning collectively of the stuff contained in that thing. Right. Right. Which is, is a really awkward way of saying whatever I just said. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, but I think though, I think because,
1: because le- units are made up of modules are made up of lessons that keeping our definition of courses, cause I don't think we want to say, because if we say a course is made up of units, well, what if it's only one lesson, a course we're just going to keep that word lessons
0: there, but then have these bigger buckets. Yeah, I agree. And and they're really organizational. I I think they're, I think they do two things for us, right. They organize something for us. Right. So they like a, you know, a module is just a a grouping of lessons into, into some bigger concept. Right. Yeah. Um, And then the same thing with the unit. Right. It's, 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 it's on one hand, so it's organizational. So like if it's a history class, right? It might be, you know, American history, pre-Civil War and post-Civil War or something like that. Or American history, you know, you know, by the wars, right? So Revolutionary War, Civil War, World War One, World War II, et cetera, et cetera. So on one hand, it allows us to give some scaffolding and some, some order and some organization to things. But then I think, again, then it gets back to, it also gives us a chance to assess and, and show evidence of learning all throughout the course hundred percent right and, and right. when we get into chunking and, and, yeah, every, yeah. and everything else right? right yeah okay so but yeah I agree with you at, the, at, at its base right the course is a collection of lessons yeah
1: and absolutely and lessons and modules and units are just organizational methods of chunking so cognitively yeah. it's
0: Group. Okay, sweet. Yeah, absolutely. We're done. Let's go home. (laughs) So I think that and you know, in the conversations we've had, right, that's the that's the easy part. uh, for the most part, right? That that's that's pretty self-evident. I think anybody we've talked to, and even if you look at like some of the LMSs, right, that's just fairly generally the way they kind of chunk things together. But I think where things get weird are, well, what are the sub elements of a lesson and what do you call them and what do they mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Elements, the definite, what are the elements and what are their definitions? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, I I think, you know, comes to mind, right. First thing in in a lesson is going to be some kind of, some kind of written or spoken material. Right. Right. There's, there's something presented well, usually but i like mean it, it, like it may or may not have it may or may not be written but like you yeah, know what i'm saying like a book chapter or um a handout or something I, like that
1: I well i really think that you know, we, we talk about i think in, in the java course and other things that we've worked on together right like the the models of the real world models for some yep. of these things right let's let's flip the script in this real world course thing that we have use use um I think the HTML structure of a page and how it uses elements, especially, especially HTML5 and how it names things, um, I really think that thinking about elements in lessons like HTML elements mm-hmm. will, will serve us well. Um, you know, there is semantic meaning, and we can wrap that around anything, whether it's a video, right. a chapter. Doesn't matter what the right. content is. This right. is the semantic meaning. Okay. So, and let's just riff here on that a little bit, right? So we've got these, these individual elements, like an introduction or a a lecture or a discussion would be our big broad topic ones, right? Yep. Um, Those all feel like they're going to fall and we don't have to define this yet, but they all feel like those are all going to fall into a a bucket for lack of a better phrase. So we're going to, I think, have some groupings of these elements that should also imply some level of meaning right. to them.
0: Right. No, I, I agreed. Agreed. So, um, and, and, you know, and you throw in there and I don't know if it's in the same bucket or a, or a parallel bucket, but you know, you, you may or may not have video content. Right. Um, right. With that. Um, of course, that might be the video content might be the lecture. Right. So yeah. That's, yeah. you know, that, that's the piece. So I, I think then saying that, right, I think, it, there's, I think it's a useful distinction to put in one bucket, maybe a, you know, either a live presentation or a video type of, type of thing versus written material.
1: Yeah, because what we're really talking about if we think about this, and again, some of this is just rambling, is the way the information is, the information exchange. Right. Is the one-way exchange, is the two-way exchange, you know, from, am I just listening to content? Am I taking in content as a learner or am I putting out content as a learner or is it a back and forth right. with a learner? Right.
0: Those may be kind of our broader definers if we think about it. Right, right. Well, and it's interesting too, because, you know, one of the things I think we want to think about as we're putting these definitions together when we think about responsive learning experience design right where we want to be able to build curriculum that from the beginning is designed with intent and an opinion on how this should be delivered in a face-to-face traditional environment how it should be delivered in a combination synchronous asynchronous distance environment how it should be delivered in a completely asynchronous environment and, you know, maybe how it should be delivered in like a flipped classroom kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So that you can change modalities and you can flip some switches and, and, but it's the same, it's the same curriculum. Right. And yeah. when you think about that, then you, you, you think about, you know, how it's used and, you know, what's funny about this, right. Just us classifying the material, if you will, right. The, 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 the stuff you're going to learn about, is as complicated as this can get, it's actually easy compared to how you classify the things the students will do in the class.
1: And that's why I think we're, and before we can do this, we really think about where we're gonna start, right? I mean, should we start with the student doing things, part of it, or should we maybe take the easier road and talk about the, the things that the instructor would be, is primarily involved with?
0: Well, I mean that's a good question um, yeah, because you know, I think though if we so one thing that popped in my head when he said that was if we take the approach or we take kind of our own advice and begin with the end in mind, then we we'd start with assessments, right, uh, which is something that that students do, and then you know we work backwards to see how we can as- support the learning to um you know, give students that those skills to be able to show evidence of that learning. Right. So, right. um, yeah, so that's, 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 that's interesting. I also think that it's to a certain extent, right. Because of the communication piece, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not confusing, right. I mean, people see a video and they know what it's for. Right. And if you say, Hey, some video content, here's a lecture and, you know, but, where I think things have gotten really confusing in projects you and I have worked on some of them in the past is when we use terms like activities or yeah. exercises versus assessments versus, you know, assignments Yeah. is, you know, so I, I think we have to be really, I think we have to be really, really careful with those terms. Yeah. I mean, I think we have to be careful with the other ones, but it's really critical on on this thing so that, to your point, the cognitive load is low when we use a term the student knows exactly what's meant, what what's expected of them.
1: Well, I've got an idea. Since we're already a half hour into this, this yep. is feels like it's going to be a two parter. Absolutely. So, if not a three. Yeah. Um, but why don't we, why don't we save the assessment activity portion for for a full start? Because I think it's yep. going to take us an hour to sort through that. Right. If yep. we take the next maybe um, uh, however long you want to hang out. Um, and talk about that. I think introduction slash demonstration slash lecture ingesting content that direction of content. Yep. Out. Yep. The I, learner I mean, that probably makes the most sense, right?
0: Right. Right. So right. So and, and so. Yeah, and, and it's, it's interesting too that you you say that that you've um, and I I'm I'm just I'm kind of digesting this as you as you said it. I, I wasn't especially for this kind of presentation or the information piece of it, um, you're taking at least a level more granular than I was thinking about it. Right. So like I was thinking about like written material and certainly a written, you know, written material could have an introduction and it can have this and that and the other thing. But, um, but I do think, you know, if we, uh, but I kind of like where you're heading, right. Because in any lesson, right. You, you need to, you know, you need to set the stage, set the hook, build the scaffolding. Right. I think, you know, now that you mentioned that, that should, it should be a critical piece that we call out. Right. Because it's a critical piece so. of learning. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I hadn't, I hadn't gone that deep, but, but I like that. And then the introduction, obviously could be in any, it could be any media form that you want. Right.
1: Yeah. Again, it's just a wrapper, right. It's yeah, just, it's it's just rapper, wrapping right? some bit of something. And I, that's why I really like this HTML metaphor because you could have you could have four divs, four containers underneath your introduction container if that's what the lesson warranted. And we right. aren't gonna we are gonna def, we aren't gonna define or declare anything that you can or cannot do within this space, right. of an introduction. Right. But if you have an introduction, this right. is where you're gonna do those things.
0: Right. And I, you know, and here, here's the other thing that you know maybe today because this probably at this point is at least a three parter. So I think, I think what we can maybe do today, just like we kind of defined a course and, and its essence, a course is a collection of lessons, but we then we also talked about modules and units for organizational pieces. Maybe we should talk about really what are the, what are the key, what are the key essential elements of a lesson? Because then I think we can have a whole other um, discussion about, well, how do those manifest themselves? Right. And, Because I had to tell you, when when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about, um, I kind of came at it from the production side of like actually building the curriculum. And, you know, thinking about, okay, well, if you have videos, then you have to have a production crew and you have to have a script and you have to have this, right? I was thinking about those elements rather than taking a step out and saying, well, what are the essential pieces of a lesson? And once we have those buckets to your point, then we can start saying, okay, well, how, what kind of things go in there? how can we manifest themselves? How do we, what do we call them and how do we keep them straight? Right. Right. um, Because I think what happens
1: kind of, sort of is maybe within the language, the terms lesson and lecture get conflated. Yeah. To where lecture is, or the lesson is supposed to be the lecture and not the the bigger understanding of all the, the parts that go together. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think, um, the other way I'm, I'm trying to think about this and here, here's an open question, right? So we, we, we talk a lot about, and we've done a, a lot of our stuff is, you know, uh, experiential in nature. Right. And so when we talk about the show, the do the reflect, what we're talking about at this particular point is the show piece. Right what are the pieces there that we're yeah. going to that yes. It's net new information we're presenting, whatever that might be, you know, and, and showing you know, whether it's a, uh, whether it's a, a skill or whether it's just, you know, new information in a history class or whatever it is. Yeah. This is that showpiece. Now the question I have, you know, as we talk about this is, I mean, I love the experiential learning approach. It works really well for the kinds of stuff that we do. Um, but I guess I'm wondering: Is it universal? Will it paint us into if we take that? If we look at our lessons through that lens, is it going to paint us into any corners that we don't want to be painted into?
1: I don't think so. But then again, I've been yeah. wrong. I've been wrong before. But I don't well, think me too. So.
0: But I mean, I, I don't think so either. Because I think the I think those buckets of show, doing, and reflecting are big enough that they. I think you can make. I think you can make those buckets work. In in anything, right? So yeah. the do might be actually, you know, taking a hammer and nails and and nailing two boards together. But maybe the do is also, well, you know, reflecting on some piece of history and commenting on it or whatever, right? I mean, I think there's, I think there's ways to do it in any setting. Well, and I think to part of the show might
1: include that demonstration that we're talking about, right? And that demonstration could be physical. This is how you load this. Whatever, uh, this is how you install this. Um, even though an install might be a code along, but well, it's more of a whatever. But right, but, but that's
0: still a show. Yeah, that's still a show. Um,
1: um, and and I think in a history class or English class, whatever we want to, however we want to frame it, or whatever class it might be, um, that demonstration could just be pur- purely verbal instruction as well, like
0: part right. of a lecture, right? right. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I, I think that, you know, we should probably, so there's a bucket in a lesson where we, you know, I don't know what we call this. I mean, yeah, we could just so call it a show, but really it's, it's, it's the place where you're conveying the net new information that you want the participant to learn. Yeah. Right. So new knowledge or a new skill It's the present presentation of that new knowledge or skill. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and that could include a demonstration, right? It could, it could just be directions. It could be,
1: um, I've, I've got a label as information. It's just some, I think information. it's new, yeah
0: information. Exactly. Yeah. And then the do is, you know, is having the, you know, participants incorporate that new information and, and use it. Right. Yeah and then finally that reflect piece is okay great how does this net new information and the new skills that i just you know got how does that fit into the bigger picture of um you know a am i learning in this course b you know my life in general right or my career or whatever it might be so whatever this show bucket is
1: we're really talking about i think a flat design inside of there then What, it, what do you mean? Well, just just like this, really is with regards to the nesting, right? Right. Like even even is it go is is it to the level where the whole lesson is flat? Only because I'm seeing some evidence of trying to um, add sections of things and groupings of things into an LMS that just make things really complicated. Right. And I'm curious if it's better served with, you know, a, a naming convention like leading with what these things are, in in, a, in the logical arrangement that you're going to go through them,
0: right? Because then they're not nested, and then right. Well, I, and, I, I you don't know. know like, I, and I'm thinking back as you're saying that to the last course you and I built together, um, which is a Java a Java class or course mm-hmm. that that we, uh, that we built. No, I, th- I think you're right, right? So in that bucket, you know, let's call it information, right, or whatever it is that show bucket. I think what you're saying is is there might be many elements in there, but all of those elements are basically at the same level. Yeah, and they're and all I, part of the lesson, right? And, and I think I think then the only decision that you have to make in there, I agree with you, is the only decision you have to make in there is how you sequence it. Yeah. Right, not how you nest them. Because you, you're, you're right, I think, because, you know, you can – um, you can have some writ material, you can have a video, you can have both, you can have a demonstration. Um, yeah. Right. And, and, I, and I, think even, um, you know, and we can split hairs on this and I'm sure we, I mean, at some point we'll have to, to make a decision, but I mean, I think even on the show, even if you have people participate with you and it's, you're presenting that new information, that's not the do, that's still the show, right? You're yeah. still, Right. It, the yeah, the, the yeah. do is, Hey, you know what? I've told you everything I'm telling you today and you guys have some guidelines So Go, go off and, and synthesize this and, and, you know, work with it, which is another bucket. And that's also probably flat. Well, yeah. And, and then to your point, right. So we have the, so we have in the lesson, we have the the show bucket, the do bucket, the reflect bucket. And then in there, there's only one more nested level in each of those except for probably under activities or assignments. I think
1: that's where we're going to violate this and get a little wonky. Maybe. So there's some, something's going to get weird in there. I got a feeling. Right. right. Only because there's so much, I think there's so much more variety. We kind hint of hinted at that. Or there's so much more variety. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and the only thing I could say with that is, yeah, we'll have to see if it's a nesting. There might be one extra level of nesting and then maybe it's tagging. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That for For the activities. Yeah. Um, of course, but you know, and, and then that's the other thing. Right. And of course I'm now I'm just rambling, but um, when we're in the do piece, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I think we could have one level in the do piece. I mean, there's like just some, we'll have to come up with some nomenclature for it, but there's like truly just practice kind of stuff. Right. That's just, I, it's, it's going to be really, it's, it's going to be probably some very simple things, you know, and, and I'm thinking of say like a wood shop thing where you're going to get some scrap lumber together and you're going to try to nail the two things together and your feedback on whether you're doing it right is how many times you hit your thumb. Right. I mean, I'm (laughs) I'm not going to come, nobody's going to grade you, but you're just, you're just playing with it. Right. You're just doing, you know, just kind of playing with it, asking questions, learning it, breaking it and coming back. Right. That's, that's kind of all there is. And maybe it's a group activity or a paired activity or however that works, but very informal, um, you know and I don't know what we call that because it's not I wouldn't call it a formative assessment. It's it's just literally practice, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah. practice. Then you come into a little bit more formal and I think as as we go through this, right, these get more and more formal as we go yeah. through them. Then we get into things that are formative assessments, right? Which may be um and here I think we get into philosophy, right? formative assessments, you do them, we're going to grade them, but we're only grading them to give you a feedback, right? We're not, they're, they're, it's not—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's low stakes, no stakes, right? The, the whole purpose of this is to learn. So yes, we're going to take a look at it. We're going to give you feedback on it, but there now there's this, now there's a two-way communication. You're going to do something, somebody's going to look at it, give you feedback, and, and you're going to kind of continue that loop. Well, and um, I don't know how
1: much you want to go down this rabbit hole, but then also you would have formative, I guess, that I'd have to look at the definition again, but does formative always require the opportunity to resubmit? Because then good you might question. also,
0: yeah. So, yeah, good, but, good question, right? But I mean, I and I think that this is, you know, when we we're talking earlier, this is the piece, right? yeah. And we'll, we'll get into assessments next yeah, time, but yeah. this is a piece that gets really, really yeah. um, critical that we, mm. we call them the right thing and we get really, really good definitions for things, yeah. Yeah. So, so if um, we're going
1: to look then and just maybe just to solve or at least put some stakes in the ground for the show part, right? Um, I basically have introduction, information, demonstration, and closing. And I yeah. think that everything else can kind of fit in there. So while we're not going nesting, we're actually going to actually probably give like a, a class to, uh, to one of these, right? Like you're Introduction's of video, like we said, or audio or a yep.
0: text text piece. Yep. So say that again. So we have introduction. Introduction. Information. information demonstration. Demonstration and closing. Right. And closing and, and, yeah, right. And I think closing and introduction, right, are, um, I mean, obviously they're bookends, but I mean, I think they're, they're mirror images of each other, right? I mean, yeah. you, you got to restate. You're going to, you know, it's kind of like that whole thing. Hey, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to teach you. Then I'm going to yep. teach you. And I'm going to tell you what I just taught you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we, you go back, you refer back to that original scaffolding and then fill in, okay, see what happened here. We go back to the top. This was the scaffolding. This was the idea. We told you these things. Now look at this. Now we got the bigger picture. Just kind of that recap.
1: Yeah. Because, uh, uh, yes, 1000%. Right. And as I think about my experience in the classroom, that's really all it is. Whether it was a lecture or not, would be based on, if, if I had a demonstration or not, even then it yeah. could, all that could still be right. considered a lecture,
0: right? Well, it, it could be, it could be a, right. I mean, you could have some written introduction and, and then the information could be a curated set of links yeah. to have them go out and look at. And then, you know, the, and then the last part could be a discussion with, and, and I, you know, the class.
1: And, and and that curated set of links that they would go off and look for would not be an activity
0: no, I mean because I mean primary function
1: is information delivery
0: because right because if you right because if you put those things into say a book chapter I don't think you'd call reading the reading the book an activity you right gotta, you got to read the book to get net new information right so because it I mean yes technically it's an activity because you're doing something but not in not in this term right yeah okay um, and it's which may also mean that later on we don't use that word activity. Right. We find something else for it. I don't know what that might be, but yeah. Yeah, Or maybe we use it, but just really define it. Well, here's another thing that just taught that just popped into my head. We're talking about the lesson itself. I think another essential piece of a lesson is the metadata about the lesson. So for example, what are the prerequisites right now? This stuff isn't student facing. We've talked all about student facing and kind of pedagogical stuff, but I think now you know, when we talk about the metadata, right, there's prereqs and there's, you know, learning objectives or outcomes. Right. So, you know, I I think, you know, that's, that's kind of that next level. Right. Yeah. And and again, probably a separate conversation. um, Yeah. It starts to get complicated. Yeah. Right.
1: Because an introduction would be like, we, we had the level set in there Uh, the learning objectives, but then we also had that prerequisite knowledge and and skills that were important to bring into a lesson. So, yeah,
0: this is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. So, so I think though, this has been super helpful for for me. I I think we have a, at least a framework at this point Mm -hmm. on how to think about a lesson. And, you know, it's interesting. I think, in conversations that we have with people that I have and and even in my own thinking, you think about the course being the complicated piece, but lessons are pretty dang complicated. Right. And, you know, at that, at that lower level, and certainly a course, you know, with, you know, you got to have your connective tissue and you have to have your arc and, and those, those kinds of things, but the actual teaching of each of these individual, you know, small handful of learning outcomes is, it's pretty critical to get that right. So yeah. what's been helpful for me is this framework. I, I like the analogy that you're using of of you know a markup language with nested tags. Right. Yeah, that's that's good. Um I like the fact that at least on the information piece, we're talking about a pretty flat structure in there, yeah. and I agree with that. And and I think that also makes it really, really flexible that you can swap because I mean, not all of the parts are required all the time necessarily. Um, yes. Like if you don't have it, you might not have a demonstration yep. in there because it might just be information, but that also allows you to add in other, you know, us to add in other elements as the model evolves.
1: Yeah, and I think- It's in, in a pretty straightforward
0: manner. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think in intentional naming of files, right? You could get away with a flat folder structure um, and only I've, I've only ever seen when you start nesting things do you have something called solution dot something right dot jpg and then another file with the exact same name that's a completely different solution somewhere else right and, and you yeah. take it
0: and you take it out of that folder
1: yeah, and it's, now
0: it's completely meaningless and you don't even know where where, where to put it yeah. right you, so yeah I think that I think that's important so where I
1: I mean, introduction demonstration information might be the one word that we have that i don't fully i think there might be a better word but introduction demonstration and closing are pretty darn specific information
0: i thought content at first but content is again too big of a word well and then i thought i just thought about uh presentation but that's not big but it, it it Yes, it technically means what I want it to mean, but it also means <laughs> a lot of other loaded things yeah. that we don't want it to mean. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think at least at this moment, the best word I can think of is information, but I agree with you. There's probably a better yeah. term out there for that. So, um, well,
1: well, and I think too, what's awesome is as we talk about this um, and with the HTML uh analogy which will eventually lead us to css right and what we're talking about with responsive learning design like being able to respond means being able to turn on and off some of these elements by whether or not they have the tag of online delivery so so i think i think it works well there Um, and just like html we could nest things inside of things inside of things inside of things but then we don't need to do that because we have JavaScript and some other right, fun right.
0: things that right. Well, and, and I think that it also to read and use, Right. And I, I think it also like in, you know, if you use, you know, say like a, a blog analogy, right. Our, our big buckets our kind of flat structure are like the categories of say a blog, yeah. but then we can tag them with different things, which is, you know, to your point, kind of like your CSS analogy as well. Yeah. Right. A lot more flexible. It can get messy, but um, you know, if you keep it simple, then it's, you know, then you're in good in, in good shape. Cause yeah, I think that, you know, getting the structure right and then tagging them with, you know, classes or whatever they are, to your point, allows us to turn things on and off, um, depending on modality and presentation and and and, and even audience, right? Because we've talked about that before too. That modality isn't maybe the only dimension that we want to yeah um switch for we also want to maybe switch for audience and learner intent, yeah instructor experience, you know all that kind of stuff, so yeah um so where are we going to uh um two things
1: where are we gonna house this glossary as we as we evolve it um and this may be something we have on or off podcast, but then the other um thing is uh you know as we codify what responsive learning design is. Um, I really like what I put forth in a LinkedIn post the other day about, um, it's not about the technology, it's about the learner or the relationship with the learner. Yeah. yeah. I I would like, I would like to make a case for that being high on the list, but this language issue, whatever we call it, I'm going to say should be right up there as well. Like, you know, uh, naming, name things with intent, right. Or use these words, like somehow, some way expressing how important it is that this, the use of language here is vital appropriate yep. use of language.
0: Yep. No, I, I agree. So I, I think we should do a couple of things and we, we talked about this last week. So, I mean, I, I think ultimately it gets housed in the book on responsive learning experience design. Yep. Um, but I think along the way, um, what I'd like to do is, is have this conversation on the podcast, um, you know, put it on, you know, maybe put it on some LinkedIn posts, um, you know, put it in some blog entries as we're going, and just kind of and just kind of put it out there and have a discussion about it.
1: Well, because that's the thing. At the end of the day, other people are going to use this. We can call it whatever we want, but if the people who are going to use this aren't going to use the terms, it doesn't make sense to them. I mean, I think getting this out sooner rather than later and getting feedback—that's how, how how how
0: things happen. How things get done. I agree. I okay. agree. So, Sweet. Cool. All right. Well, I mean. I had grand visions of solving this entire hierarchy before we started this podcast, but I think we have at least three or four more, (laughs) which is fine. Right. I mean, it's complicated and it's, it's worth doing right. I mean, I think that's it's, it's
1: it's worth doing right. Like uh, it's not, there's no, nobody begging for this right now. I mean, they are, we would solve a lot of people's problems if they would all just use the same language. Um, um, But uh, I would rather do it right since I intend to use it myself
0: (laughs) Yeah, me too. I mean, right, at the end of the day, if all I get out of this is a, a way to help me think about the curriculum that I write, it's it's great. But I think it goes beyond that. Yeah. I think the other thing that's really important is and I think we've done a good job of it today, is that, you know, again, this is this these definitions work no matter what. Are you using an LMS or you're not using an LMS, are you using paper and pencil, or using some kind of project management tool, whatever, are using Trello. It yeah. doesn't matter, right? This is these definitions and then the process that we're talking about are technology agnostic, right? You could, yes. you could do them with a notebook and a and a, and a pencil, um, and it would still work. Yeah, and I think we always got to keep that in mind as well. So, hundred percent, cool. All right, well, we'll definitely continue this conversation next week. And uh, it's, it's been real and it's been fun. It has been. All right, well, <laughs> All I'll right. catch you next time. Take care, Ward. Bye.